Nitro Game Injection is on the air.
Oh, hey! This song's not supposed to be playing yet. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Nitro Game Injection. All right, here we go. Here's the problem. Here's what happened. Let's uh, do that. There we go. Oh, crap. All right. No. No. Okay. There we go. That's what's supposed to be playing right now. Hi! Welcome to NGI. I am your host, Kyle JCRB. And, uh, yeah, this thing's a little janky, this, uh, this episode. No surprise there, though, you know? This is NGI. It's kind of how things, things go. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, yes, I'm Kyle JCRB. This is NGI. I'm going to be with you for the next couple hours, bringing you some video game tunage for your ear holes to enjoy. You're gonna enjoy them, right? Um, you better. You, I, 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 I command it. You must enjoy the tunes. Speaking of enjoying the tunes, I very much enjoyed that tune right there, starting us off from Super Strikers. That was, gentlemen, start your engines from Daytona, USA. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect when uh, I saw that in the Dwelling of Duels entry list for last month, but uh, I played it, and yeah, it was better than I expected. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like an extended remix of the uh, the opening menu screens, which would have been cool, but uh, I, I got a Pounding Pavement remix out of it. Oh, <laughs> Pounding Pavement is awesome, by the way. Uh, it's one of those... One of those underrated tracks. It's not the default music. That's why you got to enter like in a special. I think it's a special button combination to unlock uh, uh, pounding pavement for uh, the song pounding pavement for the beginner track. So it, it's kind of weird that way. But uh, hey, yeah, Super Strikers are Kev Ragone, uh, Stemage, Dino Leonetti, and Apoc coming together. Once again, not the first time, and uh, putting together a banger of an entry for DoD's free month back in December, and uh, that one got tenth place. There were like fifty some odd entries, so I think tenth place is pretty good <laughs> for when there's like that many entries. It, yeah, it's pretty wild. So, but hey, you know it's a Magfest month. It's always it's always a big one. So. Bringing out, bringing out the big guns on that one. Uh, I'm gonna have more DoD stuff probably next week and the week after that. Um, that's the only DoD track I got on the playlist this week, but uh, I will have more at some point. In the meantime, though, um, let's go ahead and get into a song that I've already spoiled part of for you. <laughs> uh, that Winamp already spoiled part of for you. Curse you, Winamp! Yes, I'm still using Winamp in 2022. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's good. I like Winamp. I still like Winamp. I'm using, actually, I'm using, specifically, I'm using Wake Up, which is the Winamp community update project. So, yeah, it's not perfect, but, uh, I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started off with some tunage from Retro Game Remix. Getting started off with something from Legends of Zelda Wind Waker. I figured this was this was fitting because we're at the outset of the show. 
So it's time to get to Outset Island. Here we go. This is Nitro Game Injection.
very, very nice. Started out with some nice, uh, nice, uh, punk there. Punk rock. Keeping us going. That started out there with, uh, that last track you heard was Schneider Souza with a tile link of Arcus? Arsis? I'm not 100% sure. I've never played Trails of Cold Steel before, but that is the game. Trails of Cold Steel. <laughs> and, uh, before that, we had Christoph Schokowski with Karma from Tales of the Abyss. That's from uh, Christoph's album Methouse Volume 1. Still building that one. I thought he was done, but no, it just keeps going. It just keeps going. How many tracks is that album up to now? 29. <laughs> uh, it. It's just throwing them all on there. Volume one. I don't know how many he's gonna put on it. I don't know how long it's gonna be, but it, it's gonna be pretty huge already. <laughs> hey, you know what? Keep it up. Keep it up, man. Make that make that thing ginormous. I, I wanna I want like uh, 100 tracks on it. 150. Give me all the give me all the tracks. Volume one. <laughs> volume one. It's the only volume. <laughs> I like that. I like it. And then Retro Game Remix started us off there with Outset Island from Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. A, uh, I think that's a good track to get us started, you know. It has that very uh, beginning of a journey vibe to it. Like it's like like it's the outset of a of a of a grand journey across vast oceans or something. I, I don't know why it gives me that vibe. It it just it just has that has that sound to it, you know. I don't know. Just, just a thing. Just a thing. Just a weird thing. I don't know. I might be the only person in the world who feels that way, but whatever. That was from Wind Waker, by the way. And, uh, man. Got some, got some more Zelda coming up, actually. <laughs> this time combined with Kirby. Uh, let's see. How many Zelda tracks do I have on this list? Oh, I got three. There we go. <laughs> It's like, oh, how many do I have? Oh, no Sonic this week. Ah! <laughs> Uh-oh! This is two weeks in a row with no Sonic. Oh, no! I don't have to do a whole Sonic show to make up for it now. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll do that again someday. Eventually. It's a, it's a freaking Christmas miracle. A month later. So. Yay! Uh, how you guys doing? You guys doing alright? Hope you're doing well out there. Uh, not a whole heck of a lot going on here. Had a very, uh, muted, muted birthday earlier this week. Which is fine by me. I didn't want to do anything fancy or special, too special for it anyway, so. You know? Just, uh, just hung out. Had some great food. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's all I wanted. So... It's all good. I'm going to uh, play some more Zelda now. This time combined with Kirby. This one is from Vector U. This is called Zelda plus Kirby Death Race, combining uh, Link to the Past and Kirby Superstar. That's exciting. <laughs> this one works really well too. Uh, great stuff from Vector U. And then we're getting into the more, more, more electronic goodness after that. 
So let's go ahead and jump right in, right here on NGI.
Hey, sorry about the uh, weird cutout there if you're listening to this live. Uh, that's, that's one of the things that could happen, I suppose. When you're, uh, when you're doing it, when you're doing it live! Ah, uh, do we want to fuck it? We'll do it live! <laughs> that was Fanatic Hero with Dunktroid! Hothead bop in the style of Metroid Dread. From DKC2, Diddy's Conquest. And, uh, and Phonetic Heroes remixes for the Completionist videos are pretty awesome, you know? You know, Completionist, the uh, video game reviewer who completes 100% every game. Boy, he, he's probably regretting saying he was going to complete every game that he ever reviewed. <laughs> hey, you know, it happens. <laughs> Sometimes something seems like a good idea when you start, and then... Uh, a decade later, you're like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> He's dedicated, though. I'll give him that. He's still going. And uh, these Fnatic Hero remixes. Always with the DKC. Always with the Donkey Kong Country. Since uh, that's the completionist's favorite uh, series. So it makes sense, you know. A little bit of a uh, little bit of Donkey Kong Country mixed in with the uh, game's music style. It works. I like it. I like that one especially. Uh, that one works really well. I mean, I'd probably would have gone with the ultra low hanging fruit and used Fear Factory for that, but High uh, Ed Bop actually I think works better. <laughs> so good job there. Good job there, Mr. Hero. Very nice. Before that, we had Zircon with an original track titled Spire. That's a new single you can get over at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. It's a cool track. It's nice. Uh, I don't know when Zircon's coming out with more stuff, but uh, hopefully it's soon. <laughs> and then Vector U started us off there with Zelda plus Kirby Death Race. Mmm, Death Race. Death Race 2000? No, that would have been like 1995. Well, Kirby Superstar was like 95. Link to the Past was what? 93? I don't remember. <laughs> Is that years? You think I'm going to remember years? Especially years video games came out. I know Kirby Superstar was actually fairly late. Which is interesting. Because I always think of like 94 being sort of the tail end of the... 16-bit era, but there were a few years after that, and I'm always like, oh yeah, it's like uh, 94, that's getting toward the end, that's... But no, I mean, the, the PS1 didn't immediately cut off the 16-bit era. There were still a lot of games being released. I just always am like, oh yeah, that was... That's like the end, man. 94? <laughs> then I realized, oh yeah, there were a ton of games after that, and I was still playing them in like 95, 96. Oh, well, thinking, remembering things is hard. Maybe it's because Sonic and Knuckles came out in 94, and that's all I remember. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the end, even though there were plenty of games after Sonic and Knuckles. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm not thinking. That's probably what it is oh well hope you guys are having fun i am i'm i'm having a good time with this with this freaking badass music and uh 
I, hey, I'm gonna keep on rolling here and uh, get into some uh, light rock, shall we? Let's do it. Here's something from 30K from the original Grandia, speaking of the PS1. This one is called Lily's Seagull Restaurant. Right here. Gonna go and get into it right here. Oh, I mean, until 1994, had no good games. I'm, I'm, I'm being shown a shirt that says uh, 1994 had no good games. I mean, okay, that is certainly is a take. It's not a good one, but it is a take. <laughs> it's not an accurate one. But hey, you know what? You're entitled to your crappy, incorrect opinions. You can have all the ones you want. I'm not gonna stop you. I can say you're wrong, but I'm not gonna stop you. It's very, very, uh, very cool of me, right? Whatever, who cares? Let's get into this freaking Verdi case, huh? <laughs>
All right. Someone being told that there were no good games in 1994 was a uh, was said by uh, Yvonne Hackstock. I do remember that. I think, yeah, coming up during his interview, <laughs> he did a a there was a DoD podcast interview. Um, they were doing an, a cool, some cool interview series, a cool interview series, uh, for a while there. I haven't seen one though in a, in a bit, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. And uh, I do re kind of remember that coming up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was—he seemed to be—he seemed to be serious. I think it might have been—he would have been referring to his personal 1994, not like 1994 in general, just like the games he actually played or had access to at that time. Maybe weren't great. There were no good games in '94 for him. Maybe that's it. Maybe I—I I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> and then and then Yvonne still goes on and plays his third that month because you know he's Yvonne Hackstock it's what he does it's what he does <laughs> oh well <clears throat> ah had some nice relaxing tunage there for you guys that was uh Orifami with On the Road from Final Fantasy 7 before that we had NinTNT with or Nintent, I'm not 100% sure. With uh, Secret of the Forest from Chrono Trigger. And then it started off with some Grandia from 30K that was Lily's Secret Restaurant. Had a uh, trifecta of JRPGs right there. And we got more JRPG action coming up in, uh, in a little bit. Yeah, and actually gonna end off the show with uh, two Final Fantasy remixes. And then there's another one before those two, ending the block before it. Man, there's a lot of Final Fantasy on this episode. Wasn't there a lot on the last episode, too? I don't know. It's like Final Fantasy's popular or something. <clears throat> Especially 7 again. I don't know why. Why would anybody be... Why would why would anybody care about Final Fantasy 7? A game came out in 97. Also a year with no good games. <laughs> no good games came out in 1994. All the good games, the only good games that came out in 1994 were Bubsy 2 and Rise of the Robots. Now those are video games. The best video games of all time. Everybody remembers them. Actually, I think Bubsy 2 was okay. It was half decent. Was it better than the first one? I don't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to ask uh, Bubsy Heavyweight Champion of the World, Audie Sorley. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows which one's better. Then again, he'll say he'll say every Bubsy game is a masterpiece, especially Bubsy 3D. Yes. Well, you know, uh, I got lots of music to get to, and uh, I got all the time in the world to play it. So I'm gonna play more. You guys ready for that? Let's break out the jazz guns. This is the consoles. This track from Soul Calibur 2. This one's entitled Confrontation. Keep it here. Send you
Right there, Sumask. What was he? Uh, Yaldabao. Yaldabaoth? Yaldabaoth. Yaldabaoth? Yaldabaoth? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what that is. What is it? What is Yaldabaoth in Persona 5? I don't know what that is. I just know that's pretty, pretty, had some pretty tasty, tasty, tasty riffs there. Freaking, freaking sweet, sweet chugging going on there. Sue Mask. Nice. Very nice. Bro Panigante was before that with Faint Glow from Deltarune Chapter 2. And then before that was some of the consoles with Soul Calibur 2 Confrontation. Alright. Well, I do have a featured soundtrack this week. A pretty recent release. Game just came out along with the soundtrack. And uh, you might be familiar with Shovel Knight. You might have heard of it. You might have heard the music from it before. Actually, you definitely have heard the music from it before if you've been listening to this show. In fact, if you're listening to this show right now, you're listening to Shovel Knight music right now! <laughs> There's a new Shovel Knight game released. It's more like a, a puzzle game rather than a platformer. And uh, it looks pretty, looks pretty, pretty neat. I've not delved into it or anything at all, but uh, who knows? Maybe eventually I'll play it. And uh, it, it, it has some really great music. Because of course it does. A lot of it's uh, remixes from Shovel Knight. Of course. There's also a bunch of new stuff. And it's all by the original composer, Jake Kaufman. This is him breaking out of the uh, NES sound and uh, going a little bit more modern with these uh, reinterpretations. And I like it. I like them. It's very, very fun. So, Jake Kaufman, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, brand new release, aka Vert. Of course, you know him. If you go to vert.bandcamp.com, V I R T.bandcamp.com, you can grab the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon original soundtrack for the low, low price of uh, Name Your Price. So give Jake a million dollars. Because you can. <laughs> you totally can, right? I mean, I know some of you guys. Some of you guys are like real heavy into crypto. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing with your NFTs, you freaking money hoarders. <laughs> You guys and your Ethereum and your Bitcoin and your Zcash. Wait, is Zcash actually a, a. I think. Is Zcash actually crypto? Or am I getting that confused with something else? <laughs> Zcash might be something else. <laughs> I don't know. Zcash might be crypto. <laughs> With your, your UB bucks, with your EA money, EA has money, right? With your Xbox Live points, that's crypto, right? <laughs> that's not crypto. <laughs> I know it's not. But it's funny. It's funny, right? It's funny to be a boomer. I'm 36 now, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm outside of that 18 to 35 age range, so I can act like a complete idiot now and nobody cares. I'm no longer the target market. Perfect. 
I never wanted to be anyway. <laughs> I'm making the chat vomit, apparently. Well, you know. I know some of you Bitcoin bros, some of you crypto bros out there are awash with cash. And, uh, hey, you know, maybe you get, maybe give some of that to some of these people who help make this music. And I mean, give it to them directly. Don't, like, mint an NFT and then say that, oh, I own this song now. <laughs> NFTs are fucking stupid. <laughs> this whole thing is fucking stupid. Uh, you know it's a problem as soon as, like, <laughs> as soon as, like, banks and, like, uh, investors start looking at it and they actually think it's, like, good and cool and something they want to get involved with. You know that means it's bad and you should leave. <laughs> you should know that. <laughs> like, this is, it's pretty obvious. You're getting hedge funds involved in cryptocurrency? Oh, fuck, you better run the other way. Uh, apparently not. Apparently not. Like, I, I I, get it. There's there's definitely a draw to crypto. There's definitely interesting things with the technology that you can do, but it's not being used that way. It's like... I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. I'm a boomer, I am old, and I don't want to be rich, apparently. Because that's what that means. If you don't like cryptocurrency, it means you, uh, you want to be poor forever. Mm, except, no, it means you're... <laughs> you just don't want to deal with it. <sighs> oh, well. Uh, a bunch of guys, it's a bunch of people on the internet who don't know how internet communities actually work trying to th think they can uh, disrupt that community and uh, it's not good. So why is this turning into a crypto rant that I'm not really prepared for? <laughs> why am I talking about this? We're going to be talking about Jake Kaufman's Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon soundtrack. It's fantastic. Go check it out. Uh, and, uh, you know, name your price on the album so you can pay him whatever you want as long as it's real money. <laughs> Go transfer your real money to him because that's all he will accept on Bandcamp. That's all I would accept on Bandcamp, too. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into these tracks. I got four tracks here for you. And I uh, hope they're more fun than whatever the heck is going on with, uh, with, them, with them crypto bros. God, this show is so stupid. I don't know why people listen to it. I don't get it. I don't understand.
NGI.
That right there was uh, none other than our good buddy Jake Kaufman, aka Vert, with his new soundtrack for Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. That last one you heard right there was the credits theme. Before that, we had King of the Club, Pride More Keep, No Flights Out, Flying Machine, and Earth Striker, Planes of Passage. Also, I said Spectre Knight was playable. I meant uh, Propeller Knight. Is it? What? That's not his name. Is it? <laughs> it's the, the airship one. The airship guy. He's he's the one that's playable. I I think. Right? I can't remember. <clears throat> but along with King Knight and Shovel Knight, they're all playable in that one. So, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, I'm I want to play that game. It looks fun. It looks cool. Um, hopefully I'll get around to it eventually, like I said before. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, just I can just enjoy the tunes. I'm not super great at puzzle games. I like puzzle games, but I'm not very good at them. So, like, Dr. Mario, I'm, I'm terrible at Dr. Mario. I, I suck. The only, the only, uh, I think the only puzzle game I'm, like, really halfway decent at is, like, Tetris. I can do Tetris pretty well. Um, other, but otherwise, like ah, Puyo Puyo, not really. Uh, I guess. <clears throat> uh, what was the? What's the get? Dang it! What was the game they localized as like as as a Yoshi game that I can't remember of? It's Tetris Attack. Localizes it as Tetris Attack, but it it's uh, it's not Tetris. I think I was okay at that one. And uh, Yoshi's Cookie. Remember that? Yoshi's Cookie? Why don't Nintendo ever re-release Yoshi's Cookie? No one's... No one ever... Nobody's like... Nobody wants Yoshi's Cookie. I want Yoshi's Cookie. I want the cookies. Give me the cookies. Well, just for that... Uh, hey, you know. Go check it out. Vert.bandcamp.com And, uh... Now I think we're gonna chill. We're gonna relax. It's gonna be nice. We're going to uh, bring out the acoustic guitars for this next block entirely. And uh, we're going to be serenaded by these beautiful, beautiful gentlemen. Starting off with one from Harley Guo. This one is uh, from Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. This is Lavender Town. The song sounds wrong to me. You know, it, this version, the, the gold, silver, and crystal version of this song is all wrong. It's all wrong. It's so, it's off. I don't get it. I'm, I'm confused and lost and scared. This version of the song is scarier to me than the actual version that's supposed to be scary. Just because it sounds so weird and wrong. <laughs> oh, well, it's still a nice tune from, you know, this version of it. <laughs> it is a nice song. It's just, it's just so weird. I'm not used to it. I actually, I didn't know it, ex it even existed for the longest time. I didn't know there was this alternate take on this track. But yeah, 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 whatever. <sighs> That's my Pokemon blind spot showing. I guess. Whatever. Whatever. Here we go. Let's get. Let's jump right in. Send you time. Thank you. 
man, we had some delicious, delicious acoustic guitars there. So good. Super Guitar Bros, bringing up the tail end of that one with Simon's theme from Super Castlevania 4. The Super is required. You cannot just call it Castlevania 4. The Super is an integral part of the title. If you just call it Castlevania 4, you're, you're completely leaving off the whole point the whole point of that game. What makes it special? It's Super Castlevania 4. Because it was Super Nintendo, you know, so everything had to be super. They had to all be super. Must be super. Always super. And then everything had to be 64 when it was Nintendo 64. Always had to be 64. Could never be not 64. It's always 64. I miss those days, you know? <laughs> when each console had, like, its own sort of naming scheme. Naming convention. We don't get that anymore. We haven't gotten that since... What? Uh, the N64? <laughs> I think? Yeah, I don't think... Oh, no, the Wii. Wii, yeah. Wii. We got a lot of stuff with the Wii. That's, that's right, yeah. They tacked Wii onto a lot of things during that era. <laughs> it's always with Nintendo consoles, though. I guess, you know, Xbox plus number doesn't really... isn't really conducive to that sort of thing. Uh, they did it with the Wii U, because they've attacked U onto everything. It didn't really work out so well that time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they didn't do it with the PlayStation, because... I mean, PlayStation and then number at the end, again, same thing, it's like, eh. Nobody ever called games released for the Xbox 360 name of game 360, though. It's a little disappointing. That's a little disappointing. Oh, well. <laughs> Alright. We had a good time uh, with Ottawa Guitar Trio in the middle there. Their uh, track, Gruntilda's Lair, from Banjo-Kazooie. Been playing Banjo again recently, actually. Uh, it dropped on the Nintendo Switch Online N64 service. I started playing it there. Then I remembered I have the Xbox 360 version. So what am I doing? Dealing with the god-awful controls <laughs> of the N64. <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online. God, the pro controller mapping is so messed up. Like, it's bad. Like, what are they doing? <sighs> they, they really need to sort that out. Apparently it's fine if you have the actual N64 controller, but if you're playing it on a... If you're trying to play it on a pro controller or the Joy-Cons, it's, it's all kinds of screwed up. <sighs> At least you can remap the controls in... Uh, globally remap the controls for the Switch, but it's global. It applies to everything, and it applies permanently, and you have to go change it back manually every time. It's... Ugh. They really should set it to where it's like, okay, you have this specific button map profile for this specific game. They should let you set button map profiles per game instead of globally. I appreciate the fact that they have button mapping on the Nintendo Switch. That's actually a pretty forward-thinking idea for, uh, you know, freaking Nintendo of all companies. 
But the way it's implemented is just so half-baked. Like everything else Nintendo implements. Ah! You're almost there, Nintendo. You're almost there. You're so close. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is still a great game, though. And uh, I switched over to the Xbox version, and that's much better. <laughs> like, they actually cha they changed the controls to use the Xbox controller correctly. And uh, it it's a much more smooth play. And it's, you know, 16 by 9. The resolution's upped. The texture still looked like shit, but, you know, that's kind of part of the charm. <laughs> N64. Those blurry-ass N64 textures. You know, that game is, it's, the game is a lot of fun, though. It's very addicting, and it's very charming. It's just very, very silly overall. I feel like it's definitely more of a, a timeless sort of game than, like, Conquer ever was in terms of, like, if we're talking rare games, like, Andrew kazooie I feel like, was their peak as far as collect-a-thon platformers go it's one of those games where you can play it today and it still holds up it's not like uh it's not like conquer with its outdated references or uh what's, what else is after conquer uh pretty much any of their xbox games to be honest they're okay but like i don't know that was just their that was just where they were at man that's just where they were banjo both one and two great. Uh, I think Donkey Kong 64 is where they probably started faltering a little bit in most people's eyes. I still have not played DK64, but uh, I know people were tired of the collecting the collecting mania collect-a-thon. They were tired of the collect-a-thon platformer at that time, so yeah. Yep. But I mean, you know, you had a freaking banger after banger. With Rare, you had, like, freaking Blast Core, Amazing Game, GoldenEye, of course, Legendary, Banjo. They were firing on all cylinders there for a few years. Yeah, very good, very good. Still good game, still holds up. Worth playing. And then before that, we had Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal, GSC. That was the, that was Lavender Town from that game by Harley Harley Guo. Yeah, there we go. Harley Guo. And like I said, that version is all sorts of... It just sounds weird. <laughs> it's all wrong. Why is it Why is it in a major key? No! The song is not happy. It's scary. It should be. The song should be scary. Oh, well. <laughs> it's very nice, though. Nice guitars. Nice guitar work from uh, from all of those, all of those lovely gentlemen. Let's break over into some chip tunes, shall we? I mean, we've been listening to chip tunes right now for a little while, but uh, we're gonna listen to some more. This one is from Zelda: Breath of the Wild. This is a remix in a, in the Link to the Past style of uh, Storming Hyrule Castle. So let's check it out right now on NGI.
Have some Dan-Gan-Ran-Pa. Dan-Gan-Ran-Pa. That's how you say it, right? This Danganronpa trigger happy havoc. That was Beautiful Morning, remixed by Vetrum. The games are fascinating, you know? <laughs> like, initially, like, initially, I've watched a playthrough of that one, Trigger Happy Havoc, and was like, okay, this is kind of silly. This is kind of weird, and yeah, I don't know. Then it kept going. Then the characters got pretty endearing. Then they started dying. <laughs> Then it became kind of engrossing to be like, what the heck is going on? Whoa. <laughs> and then it kind of goes off the rails a bit, but in an entertaining way, you know? It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a very interesting game, you know? Monokuma is pretty freaking wild. <laughs> he's a, he, he's, he's a character. Mm, yeah, yes, he is. Ooh, yes he is. Good stuff there. And uh, a, a nice remix of a nice track, you know? Has some pretty... The game has some pretty good music. It's, it's there, you know? I mean, that's really all there is. Just music and voice acting. Eh, that's all you need. Uh, before that, we had DV2 with uh, a Sega Master System remix of Birdly from Deltarune Chapter 2. It sounds pretty much like the original version. <laughs> Not too dissimilar. Ah, ah, good old Sega Master System PSG. Uh, you're so simple. You sound, you are very, you are 8-bit. And uh, yeah, yeah, pretty cool conversion. I like it. I'm imagining Deltarune on the Sega Master System now. It would definitely work. It's definitely doable. <laughs> it's the kind of game you could put on there. Why not? Come on, someone port, someone port Deltarune to the Sega Master System. I don't know why, just because. <laughs> why not? And then Loader started us off there with a Link to the Past style track from uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that was storming Hyrule Castle, which is basically just a greatest hits of Zelda uh Melodies. <laughs> Most notably Hyrule Castle, but you know, there's a little bit of windfish in there. A couple of other little little things, you know. There ain't much music in Breath of the Wild, but what's there? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I wish it was I do wish the soundtrack was a little bit more like other Zelda games though, personally. More uh more bombastic and, you know, memorable. <laughs> Oh, well. Can't have everything we want in one Zelda game, I guess. Not allowed. Uh, oh, well. There's still quite a bit of music left, guys. We're not done yet. We may be at the two-hour mark, but I'm going a little over today, so... Uh, strap in. <laughs> Just a little over, though. I got uh, this block left, and then we'll end the show. So, we're gonna rock. It's time to... We're gonna bring out the guitars. It's time to metal things up again. Let's let's get rocking. Toxic X Eternity right here. The track from Lost Sphere. This one is uh, final boss theme. The end of myth. Metal version. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Rock out. 
on Nitro Game Injection.
Oh, metal. Yes, give me the metal. Must have the metal. That was Lame Genie with Kefka's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Damn, that version of that song is just... Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. So freaking metal. Ah, yes. It's perfect. Perfect. Love those guys. Love those Lame Genie guys. They aren't lame at all. I don't know why they call themselves that. <laughs> Before that, we had Zubarius with... Germany from Road Rash 3. That's a remastered version of a song he originally did like a decade ago almost. Sounds good. Sounds good. I love them. I love that crunchy, crunchy rhythm guitar. It's like, damn. Damn, son. Damn. And then Toxic X Eternity was firing on all cylinders starting us off there. That was the end of Myth from Lost Sphere. It's a very obscure game, isn't it? Lost Sphere. I mean, if you're a JRPG fan, you might know it, but, I mean, it's like... That's definitely a, an obscure game. I like the obscure game covers. It's fun. Fun to have the ones that don't get a lot of love get some love. Like Road Rash 3, for example. Or Lost Sphere. Always like that. Well, we are at the end of this episode of NGI. Finally! Gosh! What am I doing? I'm 20 minutes late, 20 minutes overtime. This is be an hour and a half or two and a half hour show. So a little extra, a little extra meat on them bones this episode. Hope you guys don't mind. I'll be back next week with more VGM. Next week it will be February, and uh, the patron patrons' choice polls will be coming back to Patreon, so patreon.com slash KNGI if you want to get involved on that. You can help me select a special theme or, you know, contribute some ideas. If you have any ideas for playlists, I like to hear them. I like, I like having your ideas. I like getting feedback. So let me know if you have ideas of, uh, for show playlist themes that you want to hear. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe you want to hear, like, uh, green guys, like those remixes. It's VGM dedicated to nothing but people who are green, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> or uh, hmm, what else is there? I don't know. I could do genres. Like I don't know. Uh, I've done. I've done most of genres. <laughs> um, I can't think of any. I'm trying to think of a genre that I haven't done a show dedicated to, like a, a game genre or a music genre. I did. There are some of those I haven't done. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I haven't done Psychobilly. Uh, yeah, I haven't done any of that. I don't know if there's enough remixes out there to do that. I have done country, though. I've done country twice, actually, technically, really. Although the second one is really more southern rock, which, yes, there was enough to do, like, a southern rock episode. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, stuff like that, you know. Think of it, maybe, like, a, a specific game franchise, even though I've done a lot of those, too. So, or even just a one game that has a lot of remixes, that's fine, too. Whatever, man. I'm open to ideas. I'm open to your thoughts and suggestions. 
I'm open to your criticisms. I'm open to it all, buddy. You want to tell me how I'm doing? Want to say if this show's bad or good? Uh, tell me. And, uh... We'll, we'll, we'll see if I can either fix it, or I'll just ignore you and laugh at you! <laughs> oh, I, I'll, I'll try not to laugh at you. Okay, I might a little bit. Got two songs left to close us out on this episode of NGI. And uh, this first one here is from Soundol. This one is from Final Fantasy IV called Theme of Love. This is a theme of love on Iwi. Made them electronic wind instruments. Good, good stuff here. And then Brooke Ferd will be after that, aka Med Medleeks? Medleeks? I think that's her her uh, username. But uh, she's being credited now just as Brooke Ferd. So this is from Final Fantasy IX to close us out. Track entitled Terra. It's not Terra's theme from Final Fantasy VI. It's a different, different song. Still good, though. That's it. KNGI.org is where you can find all the archived versions of NGI if you're looking for something more to listen to. There's also a lot of other shows over there. And we got the 24-7 live stream going on all the time. You want to tune in and listen to some video game music remixes, covers, arrangements, and all that other awesomeness? Just head on over to kngi.org slash listen, hit the play button, and uh, let your ears enjoy the sounds of VGM. And with that, we are done. Patreon.com slash kngi. Uh, Kofi.com slash KNGI, KO-FI.com slash KNGI Network for that one. I don't know why I didn't just go with KNGI. <laughs> I'm a smarty. Oh, well. All the links and everything are over on KNGI.org. So if you head over there, you'll find everything and uh, other stuff to listen to, too. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys next Friday. And uh, in the meantime, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't do. So yeah, don't do that. Do anything for love, but don't do that. Ooh, don't do that. Oh boy, no, don't do that.
You've been listening to Nitro Game Injection.